but it's like how we have to say the big game instead of um you know <laughs> yeah, the other thing right. oh yeah. welcome to countdown to infinity a marvel's avengers podcast we talk all things marvel cinematic universe including the streaming shows on disney plus and we're three episodes into the newest marvel thing and that's the show moon knight starring oscar isaacs and it's been really surprising to watch this show I, i'm really enjoying this thing um uh my name's emmanuel and we're recording virtually with i think maybe the this is your first uh this is your first episode on this show yeah, is talking it? about no, talking about Moon Knight. Not not you've been oh. on Countdown to Infinity, yes, many times. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, the yeah. first time you could talk about Moon Knight. We've got Brent from Director Showdown. Hey, Brent. Hey, yeah. Thanks for having me, man. Uh, I'm excited to talk about the show. Uh, I've been really enjoying it, and uh, yeah, it's me. What's up? Are you more a Moon guy or a Sun guy? Because this is really going to kind of gauge where this direction's going. Uh, listen, I'm much more of a moon guy, uh, mm. much more of a, a night owl than an early bird. Wow. Uh, definitely. Um, and yeah, love I the would, moon, love the night. What, I, I want to ask you this because, uh, obviously Sophia and I have been talking about the show. What have you, what have you thought before even we get into the specifics of this app, which is titled the friend lee type um what what did you think about the show so far um i'm really enjoying it uh so far um this was one of the first if not the first marvel or i should say mcu things i'm trying to think of any others what are we supposed to call these content i don't like that because it's i feel uh, mcu weird. shows okay yeah, I guess like MCU show. Like I, I didn't know a ton about Captain Marvel going into the movie. So that was kind of a fresh thing. I knew kind of like some tangentials. Uh, but Moon Knight was was really one where I knew basically nothing about the character, which for me was really exciting. Um, just as a fan of like MCU stuff, as a fan of Oscar Isaac, as a fan of Ethan Hawke, uh, the stuff that they sign on to always you know generally tends up tends to be interesting i should say um so i was really excited for it and so far it's been a lot of fun i think that oscar isaac is killing it i think he's having a blast playing this character that has like multiple personalities more of it in this episode i think than ever before his little switching that that happens oh Oh, man he's they're not even cutting away anymore they're just you know let him let him do it yeah, exactly. They don't even have to. It's like, no. listen, put a like rest to let like it run. on the mirrors. Yeah, we don't we don't need the mirrors. Just let this guy yeah. who's just like a, a generational talent uh, just, you know, just vibe it and just yeah. jump from, you know, uh, special ops American to like bookish british guy because <laughs> it's great it's so fun he's she, oscar isaac and you know uh, you know we obviously talk about him every week now because of moon knight but he's really just checking off everything off his list huh he's got star wars he's checking dune off his list the yeah. the coen brothers movie he's checking that off of his list um he's doing great yeah, definitely man yeah i mean he it, and he really is just like I don't know if it's for him, like a one for me, one for them type of thing. Yeah. It doesn't even really feel like that. Like it feels like watching interviews and stuff that he's been waiting for, you know, 
maybe I don't know if they've talked to him about other MCU projects, but I can definitely see why he wanted to take this one because it's something that I also like so far about this show, especially like the first episode when it really entrenches you in um, mm-hmm. Steven's life. Uh, the one who works for the museum and stuff like that, where I was like, I was really almost taken aback by that episode in a good way of being like, Oh, this is maybe the first Marvel show or movie that really, really actually is more of a character focused thing. Mm. And obviously, you know, and obviously that is, that is changing because it's a, it's a Marvel project. It's an MCU project and it's the scope of it's getting bigger. There's, more action now for sure. But, um, but I think that character stuff is still very ingrained. And like after that first episode, I really felt for Steven and I was like, I really like this character that they've made. Like he's very kind of nervous and he's dealing with this kind of like dark thing that he doesn't understand. Um, And so far I'm, yeah, I'm really uh, digging the show. It's got a, a good, uh, like plot so far and the kind of world and the characters, um, you know, the, in the, it so uh, far are really great, but the Egyptian yeah. gods and, and, and kind of being in that space. Yeah. I, I think I yeah. totally agree. It's one of the coolest things I think about the shows movies are so efficient and mm. I mean, it doesn't get any more efficient than Spider-Man, no way home or Avengers Endgame, where you have a million characters in one thing, but these yeah. shows, Loki, WandaVision, Moon Knight, they really do have these meaty roles or at least these characters that are super nuanced. I think that's why everyone loved WandaVision so much or why Loki, um, you know, everyone was really commenting on on Tom uh, Huddleston's performance because there's a lot for them to do and it's very introspective and it's not like they're just, you know, reacting to these really big game-changing stuff. Like they're actually figuring things out and, you know, have these really big emotional long stretches of, of unsure things happening. And yeah, I I think that that's, what's really exciting about the shows in moon Knight, no exception. So when we last met our, our friends, I guess we'll call him Mark Spector, (laughs) all of them. Like we we've, I mean, he was in Egypt and we get a lot more of that in this episode. Um, Brent, what did you think about this third ep? What do you think about the meeting of the gods? There's, uh, you know, Arthur Yarrow seems to be like at the doorstep of getting a mitt. Konshu is, you know, doing really well until he's not. And this is the midpoint of the entire series. So there's a lot of Dark Knight of the Soul thing going on, which is, you know, let's take his power away, which is something that happens a lot in, yeah. in other stories. But this is this is kind of when all that stuff happens. Brent, what do you think about this episode? Yeah, this one, this one was great. It's a it's another like kind of uh, exploring the world of the lore, if you will, whatever of of this kind of uh, character uh, being Conchu and Mark Spector and, and Steven. I'm forgetting his last name, uh, but Steve. Oh, Grant, Grant, uh, Stephen Grant. Um, yeah, but yeah, the, the meeting of the God stuff was really interesting. It made me really kind of like curious about, I don't know, you know, the Eternals really opened us up to, you know, godlike beings, right. Cosmic entities. And this show again, in a way that is, is, um, maybe doing it in a more subtle way because it's just kind of one, 
scene, right? But it's like, yeah, the Egyptian gods are real. Uh, they have avatars on Earth. They're kind of taking a back seat. And no, listeners, these yeah. are not giant blue people. We're not talking about those <laughs> avatars. I almost thought you were talking about gods of Egypt for a second. Uh, good movie. Go watch it. Um, but uh, <laughs> no, but yeah, it's uh, really interesting. I do really love the kind of uh, the adventure of the show. Like now, now that, uh, you know, Mark Spector is obviously because Stephen Graham is, is a much more kind of bookworm, bookworm kind of uh, research oriented guy who does not like conflict and things like that, yeah. uh, which is obviously so fun to watch Oscar Isaac play. Um, but uh, I really do love the kind of adventure of Mark Spector and uh, Layla. Layla, that's yeah, together. Right. Yeah, Layla together in their history, which we still are are kind of I think unraveling. Uh, I, I, yeah, Brent, I figured you really like that part because there is kind of the because it's tied with history and artifacts and shooting you, people. I no. know you'd love it because you're thinking, oh, is this just India? India? Indiana Jones. Is, is this Indiana Jones? Is this the mummy? Is this national treasure? Yeah, you, you fucking know. It. I'm That's a fucking your... simp mm-hmm. for that shit. I love it. Um, you I want can, I can do... grant 24 <laughs> seven. Exactly. But it's like, but, but it's funny because Mark Spector is kind of the more Indiana Jones guy, mm. even though, you know, he doesn't know everything Mark Spector or uh, Stephen Graham knows. Uh, they're kind of like a a weird. Uh, if Indiana Jones had like a split personality, what would that look like? But no, there's like a lot of adventure in this episode. It obviously opens up on that kind of rooftop fight scene, which is a lot of fun, and also the kind of personality jumping um, that that the Moon Knight character uh, requires. It, it's it's weird. Uh, because it, in a way, Moon Knight reminds me of Daredevil in yeah. a bit, in like a weird way. Not anything kind of specifically, but just the fact that like this is a like multifaceted kind of uh, character with like multiple different kind of weird things uh, going on with them. Like it's it's Daredevil in the sense that like he is you know he is blind and he has like he's a all lawyer of his other, he's a lawyer that's like a big part of the comics he all of his other yeah. senses are heightened and moon knight is also a, yeah. a thing even, where yeah he, yeah even yeah. before conchu he was already first of all he had different personalities but he was also dealing in mm-hmm. you know as a mercenary black market antiquities with Layla before Konshu. So just adding that element, you know, takes it to another level. And it takes, yeah. And I think that that kind of similarity uh, to Daredevil is, is part of the reason why I'm digging it so much because I just love, I I love when Marvel characters are obviously I love like Captain America. Who's like a very straight and narrow kind of like easy to understand character, but I love when Marvel um, has these characters that are like complex and multifaceted and then they execute their stories well. And so far um, I'm really loving that about, you know, Moon Knight. And this yeah. episode was, you know, further detail of that, I think. Yeah. There's a lot of the classic, and I wouldn't even say this is a Marvel thing. This is like an adventure 
plot thing where it's filled with MacGuffins and clues. You just talked about, you know, na uh, national, I was gonna say natural treasure, national treasure. <laughs> um, you know, it happens Da Vinci code. Like there is obviously a search for a thing here and mm -hmm. we're looking for a mitts burial place there's a scarab that arthur yarrow already has the main bad guy there's a sarcophagus that they're looking for and there's, the Zenfu. there's yeah there's there's a lot going on um yeah. i want to talk about uh ooh, let me make sure i have his name correctly here from the comic books anton mogart the midnight man who is kind of the just in this black market realm as well friendly with Layla. They exchange, I guess, stolen goods or something like that. He's introduced yeah. in this episode and the, this episode is, is, is dedicated to the actor, Gaspard Uyel, who tragically died earlier this year. Mm -hmm. But what do you think about his character? Kind of the kind of this, I, and they talked about Madripoor. I don't know if you caught that there too. Something from yeah, from uh, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Um, yeah, yeah. I, what, it seems like we're kind of unfolding this giant layer of maybe illegal. And you know what? This also happens in uh, Shang-Chi, I think, right? Like there's that giant mm -hmm. underground criminal world that we kind of didn't didn't know about. Do you, uh, what do you think about all that stuff? Yeah, and you know, yeah, I, I'm, that's that's all shit that I just absolutely mm. eat up, man. I love it. Like it, when we first see, where did they go to meet him? What was the city? Uh, oh, geez. Yeah, but when they first show it, I thought it was uh, Madripoor? Madripoor? Madripoor. Madripoor. It's fake. Yeah. Although I do, <laughs> some, someone did, it's fake, but someone did sell me tickets. So, oh, well, wherever it is, I'm going. Yeah, you should. Uh, it looks like fun. Not a scam. Yeah, definitely <laughs> not, not a scam, scam at all. Uh, yeah, no, when they first showed it, I was like, oh, are they in that city from like Captain America and the Winter Soldier? Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Um, that's what the next one's going to be called. Uh, but uh, no, I, I love all that stuff. I didn't know uh, Gaspar Uliel uh, was playing like, I don't know why it, it's MCU. It's Marvel. Of course, most main characters are going to be playing somebody from the comics, but yeah. he's called the midnight man. Is that what you said? Yeah. And he's not necessarily a big yeah, superhero. Like a, vil he's just, you know, I mean, he's all, a, I mean, he's a like character. A, the kingpin, you know, he's not like a magical pin, although, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Hey, maybe, maybe he's got one. Uh, no, but yeah, I thought he, <laughs> I thought he was, uh, yeah, he was really good in the episode. He has like such presence. Um, and yeah, he obviously passed away in, I think it was a skiing accident um, earlier this year, which is really sad. But uh, yeah, I think he's great in the show. He has uh, a great look. I mean, you see this guy as soon as I I didn't realize it was it was this actor yet when I saw him. But I was like, this guy's trouble. Yeah. Oh, no. Layla knows this guy. Uh, this is going to be bad news. Uh, and it was. Um, so yeah, that yeah. that. I guess we can talk a little bit because he's primarily one of the sources here for, for what I'm about to talk about. But this there's this really amazing, I think, fight sequence. Maybe one of the first times we see Moon Knight, Mr. Knight, all the powers. He's getting stabbed. Um, you know, it's it's uh, it's it's maybe one of the biggest action sequences so far in the entirety of the show. Um, yeah. where he's using, you know, the cape from the comics. He's like flying down. Uh, he switches bodies. He's uh, yeah. you know, using all of the tools that he has. <laughs> Layla's also, I mean, I was really surprised. Layla also, you know, murdered some people herself. <laughs> um, yeah. But it's it's kind of, uh, yeah, it's kind of the big showdown here between um, Anton and Moon Knight. 
um, as Arthur, I guess, Yarrow just escapes or something. But uh, yeah, it's kind of the biggest set piece, I think, in this episode. And it and it's kind of it's interesting and it makes sense because they're about to take his powers away as you know, we'll talk about this towards the end. But, you know, um, something happens and Konshu is no longer attached to Mark Spector. And we don't even know if he's alive by the end of this episode. But yeah, yeah. I thought it was really clever to show Moon Knight and Mr. And all of his prowess and all of the things that make him an iconic character show all of that power, taking out all of Anton's sidekicks and him himself. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, take it away. (laughs) Like I thought that was really, really clever because um, I mean, who knows what's going to happen next without all of those capabilities. He's just, you know, he's just himself. Yeah, I'm curious. We'll we'll talk more about that, but I'm curious how long that's going to last. Yeah, in a Not show long. called Moonlight. I don't think. Probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll see. Um, but yeah, no, that scene was really great, and especially for me as somebody uh, really, really new to Moon Knight, um, it's it's been exciting. Like I said, like from the first episode, being like, okay, what is this character? What is this story? What are the the supporting characters' deals? Um, that was really helpful, I think, to me, just to see the kind of full gamut of his abilities um, yeah. coming together. Uh, really invincible, I think, because he mean, was yeah, stabbed yeah. multiple it, times. Yeah, and Conchu mentions earlier in the episode to set it up. I think, like, what would you, I mean? What would you do without my healing abilities? That's yeah. a direct line to the end. But like, yeah, basically invincible can just take any hit, take any spear, I guess, is, is what Ugh, those were. It's, it's pretty vicious. And it is pretty vicious. Even before yeah. this, when he's shaking those guys on the roof, that's pretty wild stuff, too. Really intense. Oh, uh, yeah. With Mark Spector with the uh, the knife fight. Yeah. Um, and he kind of yeah, dips stuff. out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what <laughs> we've got uh, before we get to, I mean, this whole episode, before we get to kind of the repercussions and what we think may happen, some of the biggest loose ends that are that are still left on the table there's so much authenticity going on here and i think this is from uh specifically the showrunner and the director of this right now is of this episode mohammed diab uh to have just the the culture in egypt be portrayed uh authentically they flew there's i mean there's stories now of them there's a cab driver in this episode that was flown in from egypt so they would have a really great uh, you know, seeming interaction instead of it being kind of a can thing. They want to show Egypt as like a, a vibrant setting and not so much portray it like as a foreign place. And I think we've already kind of gotten those touches even in the last two episodes. But in this episode, I mean, it made me feel like there should just be a straight up action movie set here that, um, yeah. you know, stars and maybe is created for fully Egyptian character because it seems like a great setting and i know it kind of serves somewhat of a background in this episode but um i think it's really cool to see that marvel is expanding outside of honestly outside of new york or right you know where else they are yeah i think that also was a thing that until you even said that i maybe didn't clock but like in in also because a lot of it truly like in the past has been or felt like sets or has yeah. been maybe Atlanta and things like that. Um, j- like the global nature of this show 
in the kind of like globe trotting and kind of like getting different cultures in there is something that I, I love to see. Like, like I said, I fucking Indiana Jones national treasure. Oh, yeah. Like it's that shit. I fucking eat up. I love adventures that take place all over. And it's really cool that they also like that cab driver interaction makes more sense after you say that now where he's like Oscar Isaac jumps into Mark Spector all of a sudden and he's speaking Arabic and he's like, Oh, you speak Arabic now. Yeah. And it's like, like that was really funny. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I agree. I think that would be awesome to see. I'm also interested. I mean, this is kind of bigger lore stuff and I don't want to think too much about the comics because you know, you the, know, I'm a lore. Well, it's slut, my man. There is something going on here and I'm going to make sure I get this because I don't want to mess it up, but there's a reference to something similar. You talked about the uh, Eternals a little bit, but there's something called the Overvoid. Ah, I'm glad you brought this up. Uh, I don't know anything about it, yeah, but I'm all glad these you listeners brought it up. have turned this off already. But it's it's really not that difficult. But I'm going to go down the list of the gods that are or the oh, avatars please, please that um, went through here. Oh my gosh, where is it? Oh, okay, so Horus, Isis, Tefnut, Osiris, and Hathor. All of their avatars are here. They ultimately you know, make a decision about Konshu and they reference the Overvoid where they're from um, and the avatars where they're just kind of observing. So if imagine Overvoid being the home of Konshu, like the way you see him, you know, in the background of the show, um, mm -hmm. but it's just another kind of parallel place. Like, uh, uh, like, uh, uh, what's, what's the name? Where the Odin, Odin. Oh my God. What is it called? Why am I, you started saying that and I was like, Oh fuck. I can't remember it either. Uh, uh, Asgard, they got it. Okay, I mean yeah. Asgard. It is. It is Hela, kind of just an I mean, Asgard, you know. So yeah. it it's it makes me think, and maybe this is something they don't really reference too much in the Eternals. But even though we're dealing with kind of Egyptian mythology, and it seems like we're dealing with gods and you know the underworld things like that, this could all still just be encased in that weird Marvel pseudoscience of aliens. Does that make sense? The Overvoid <laughs> is just the name of this other, you know, place, but yeah. they're just here now. They're on Earth because Earth is the most important place uh, anywhere. And, we, <laughs> and it's interesting that they don't intervene, but we, we and uh, ultimately it's the reason why Konshu is imprisoned in stone at the end is he uses his powers to shift the sky which is yeah. insane and definitely not something anyone would ignore if the he, Avengers time-lapsed it. He yeah. time-lapsed the sky <laughs> and it makes me think like, wow, all, and this is kind of where Marvel's going, I guess, but nothing yeah. matters. Like all the little stuff <laughs> yeah. that, you know, cosmic like, entities. Yeah. Who cares about all the small crime stuff when we've got like giant gods, um, yeah, that can do this kind of stuff. It's it's bonkers, and it really just shows how much bigger the next phase is going to be. Yeah, man, I I loved all that stuff, and and again, like, um, I'm I'm new to Moon Knight. I don't know about these supporting characters, the lore of Moon Knight. The second Overvoid dropped, I was like, oh boy, yeah, <laughs> here we go, because it's like a lot of times with like. With uh, prior Marvel projects, I would know about like I like in Eternals, like the uh, uh, Jesus who who's the big god in that. Um, but the Celestials, like I, I knew about the Celestials, and you know even the the one above all or whatever stuff like that. But it's like Overvoid is something new to me, and I was like, oh, this is a new this is a new little nugget here. Um, but yeah, speaking about the the actual uh, 
gods and the avatars and stuff. It's funny because they they are like a hands-off approach, which makes me feel like they had an almost Eternals-like relationship to humanity at some point. And I, and I wonder if they're going to get into any backstory there, what the backstory is, because I know the Eternals for um, a long time were also hands-off, or, or at least they intended to be hands-off. So yeah. Um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of, uh, humans are very important. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it's weird because you, you know, you look around you're like, who would want this? Like who, who intentionally decides this empire of dirt? All of you really, (laughs) well, I just can't, I mean, we all know Morgan Freeman as God from Bruce almighty is going to be Canon at some point. Um, so future. everybody get your AOL ready because that's the only way you can reach him. Your prayers come oh, to him as AOL oh, I emails. Forgot. I forgot. Jesus. <laughs> that's funny. Um, the, okay. So let's talk about kind of what's next. What's still, I think, I mean, obviously the biggest thing, he has no powers now. He's going to be dealing with himself and, and split personality. Yeah. I think this is the human arc of, of Mark Spector and Arthur and Oscar Isaac's performance is the acceptance of his multiple personality disorder. Um, because he was kind of getting dressed down by Arthur Yarrow when he was being told that he's a sick dude and Definitely. don't, it was yeah. in front of the gods like that, I think had an effect. <laughs> yeah. And that's, I think ultimately what will be his kind of that acceptance and kind of maybe even his control of who he goes into and when, instead of each personality fighting, that'll be really powerful. There's also the loose end of Layla's father. And this, there was a lot of setup here because this episode intro with Layla getting a passport and a lot of conversation about her archaeologist dad. Right, right. And then later on, Arthur Arrow kind of maybe dropping a, I don't know, a hint that that one of one of Mark Spector's personalities was involved in uh, her, her dad's death. I don't know if you noticed that. He yeah, was maybe, like, maybe the more murderous one than Mark. Yeah, I the, mean, en- the entity yeah. we still don't know. People are speculating, but I don't know. Like, I really don't know if we know who that person is. It seems Ooh. like a really, uh, you know, violent person. And then, yeah. of course, the biggest thing left unknown is Amit whether it's going to be a giant CGI monster or, you know, what's going on there? Like, and what happens when he's out, but what are you looking forward to? Like, what are some of those? There's, there's still a lot that can definitely happen in the last half of the series. Yeah, man. I mean, all the stuff you said, I'm excited to see play out. I think, yeah, that concept uh, of the kind of personalities, like realizing each of their strengths Hmm. I think is something that I, if it doesn't happen, it feels like it might be a missed opportunity or is, is something that they're maybe saving for something else. But that feels like uh, something that's going to happen, especially now that there are no powers. Um, I almost wonder if like Steven and Mark are going to figure out that third personality and figure out like um, yeah. the intentions of that personality and why, they're so bloodthirsty and ready to just, just kill people. Um, Yeah. All that stuff I'm, I'm excited for, Uh, you know, there clearly is stuff with Layla's dad that I think is going to be, that's going to come to the light. And then uh, Amit. Yeah. um, Amit. 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 Yeah. I think it's Amit. Um, Feels like that's maybe going to be the, the, there's always like, not always, but a lot of these MCU things have like the, 
the brains and the brawn, right? Mm-hmm. So obviously Ethan Hawke is kind of like the the you know human cult villain, leader, yeah. You know, the the human villain, cult leader. Um, and so I yeah, I wonder if it's just gonna be a, a face off between Moon Knight and and Ahmed at the end. Um, but I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm really digging it though. Um yeah. I'm really loving the kind of just it like I I I think I texted the group chat at some point saying that it's like the freshest Marvel thing I've seen in a good while. And I think part of that is I don't know the character and I don't know the story and just, just going into it fresh is really fun and really exciting um, for me just as a, as an MCU yeah. fan. So yeah, I it, can't it, wait. I, I mean, it definitely has its own voice in terms of just like a creative thing. Uh, you know, there's 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 stuff like the 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 reflections, which is really you know great. But um, I mean, it just has its very own uh, like kind of way of looking and sounding, and the way the character is. All of the you know we we talked about that entity or that personality we don't know yet. It's fun when we see him kind of just wake up in the middle of a place because you know at some point we're gonna meet that yeah. personality. Um, mm-hmm. We wanted to see Oscar Isaac switch on camera and we got that in this episode where he's walking so good pulls up opens up or like pulls a mirror up to his face um which you know does a really great job of reflecting his face in in, uh you know well lit and then suddenly switch to another character like there's there it has it has a lot of great moments that i think are really well planned for like konshu's hiding in the background a lot um you know there's a lot of cool stuff the moon is becoming more full episode by episode like there's all this like stuff and it's just such a really rich textured thing that i think is great especially if marvel continues doing stuff like this it's gonna be yeah i do just want to say that that night shift sequence um in this episode is really fucking cool and i think it goes back like two thousand years it was like it goes back a long time yeah and it's is is a really cool concept of like Conchu being like, oh, all right. Well, which by yeah. the way, F. Marie Abraham is Doing the voice great. of uh of Conchu, yeah. Conchu, and he is the best. Um, go watch Amadeus uh if you haven't seen it. And uh yeah, I just I love that concept of like I know what I have to do. We have to turn back the night sky because we have this charred map and um all that shit is yeah, I'm loving all that stuff and it's executed really well and yeah. And it looked cool. And you were like, you know, you were over your bong and you were like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, bud, look at that. That's <laughs> your wild. black light was on and you were like, is My anyone lava else lamp seeing burning. this? Yeah. <laughs> you is were... this on the show or is this my, am I looking out the window? <laughs> You're just staring out your window being like, whoa, I see it right here, man. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for what happens next. It's, I always feel like these things are too short, even though these are limited series and we're getting a lot, but I, you know, it's, we're halfway through this show and I'm just like, huh, I kind of like, I'd like for Marvel to do like a 12 episode series. I know it's really expensive, (laughs) you know, but, um, but like, you know, like the Netflix shows, Daredevil had what, 10 episodes or something for the, Normally it, it was, it was, right. it wasn't like they, a six episode. They also did. I think those Netflix, not to get into a bigger thing, but I think yeah. those Netflix Marvel shows always ran into bloat. I think yeah. those ones, you know, That's while true. I love, I love all the daredevil seasons, especially three. Um, there is always a point, you know, usually maybe five to 
episodes five to seven or eight where you're like, okay, we're stretching this yeah. a little long. You're like, we've got an F episodes. storyline. We've got A, B, C, and now we're like at storyline <laughs> F where someone's trying to buy a yeah, car. Exactly. I, I actually heard an argument earlier today of somebody saying like, you know, the show is is pretty good so far, but I think I think it could have been a movie. And I we'll see how it we'll see how it wraps up. Yeah. Uh, but I right now I'd say not because I think that like a lot of the Oscar Isaac character work is mm. like crucial to giving a shit about Moon Knight. Yeah. You know, and it's and it's so. fun to discover. Um, I think that's what's yeah. really great about TV shows. I mean, the best ones like Breaking Bad do it. Uh, you know like almost to a, to a, a like a perfection, but there's something yeah. really fun about discovering something and then having to like, wait to, to find out what that was in a Definitely. movie. You would know like 30 minutes in, like they exactly. just you're just sitting down. You. They got to tell you. Yeah. yeah. You're, they're running out of time. They got to be like, Oh shit. If you didn't get it, here's a computer screen. This guy's going to read an email <laughs> and you're going to get it right now. Here's we move on. All the justice league members right here. In yeah. Unlock, watch, play. <laughs> yeah. And open wonder woman, open every file. Don't leave one oh. file unopened. <laughs> Don't say, I'll look at this later when I'm not, you know, yeah. Right. Sitting here in someone else. I'm computer. too busy. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks so much, Brent, for being on yeah, this man app we'll we'll talk more moon night next week episode four then uh after episode four normally comes episode five um and then you know um inevitably episode six so well, that's, we'll see we'll see yeah that'd be an <laughs> ultimate yeah <laughs> that's how they throw it off six Trick. five four that's how they're airing Boom. order done yeah. i think that's an interesting concept what if one of these shows don't give us an episode count just Ooh. It ends when it ends. That'd That's be kind some, of risky. But I've, yeah. but where's a lot of That's stuff. That's real Kurt Vonnegut shit. That'd be really <laughs> testy, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. You know what? Dave Lynch would do that for sure <laughs> in a show and be like, oh, we told you the ending, episode two. The rest of this is just vibe. You know, that's <laughs> it's just uh, vibe. Yeah, yeah, watch Twin Peaks. But there is also like um a lot of this is like old school. Like the reason why they're giving out run times and giving out episode stuff is like when they used to have ads and like, what? you don't yeah. have to do it anymore. Just do whatever you want. Yeah, just I mean, fuck it. Get get wild. Well, Brent, <laughs> what do you have to plug? Uh, yeah, go listen to uh, Director Showdown. It's my my podcast that uh, Adam Dauphin and I do. Uh, it is on a bit of a hiatus. We are are accepting of that at this point. Um, and uh, you know, but we've we've done multiple seasons on a lot of great directors. Have a lot of fun episodes. Go check that out. Um, it's on the Delphin Pod Network. Uh, also, check out the Delphin Pod Patreon, uh, which, uh, yeah, we always have like a lot of fun stuff up on there. We just put our uh, 2023 Oscar predictions episode up, and, and that was a lot of fun to piece together. We'll see how uh, right or probably wrong uh, we are in a, in a year's time. So, yeah, those are my plugs. Yeah, thanks so much for listening, everyone. Definitely go to patreon.com. Brent's there a lot, but there's a lot of other free stuff, um, including video and whatnot, which is really exciting, too. Listen to all uh, the Delphin Pod shows. And if you haven't, you know, there's nothing more exciting for me personally than finding a new pod and realizing there's hours and hours of back content. Back content? Mm -hmm. That sounds weird. Isn't back content like your butt? Like, that's where most of my back content I think, is. yeah. My dump truck. <laughs> um, listen, listen to all those pods it's a good time but Brent thanks again for being on the pod of course man yeah we'll see you next week bye bye